Last time on Multiclass Theater. Our heroes split up to gain entrance to the Brotherhood of the Golden Rock. One path in involved dealing with a gross, slimy, disgusting blob. And Mist's path involved climbing through a sewer and killing a slime monster. While Rotan and Silway mingled with the party guests, Mist infiltrated the household staff using that wonderful hat of his. But they would not get a chance to fully explore the manor until the Brotherhood began the worst stage production of all time. And that's where we join them on Multiclass Theater. The play begins. Good evening, my lords. It is a very special night tonight. All are welcome. Woo! Yes, that includes you. Yes, it does. This evening, we present a very special story of one of Hroth's true hero stars. Yes, yes, quite down the old of him. But tonight, we will bear witness to scheming, betrayal, murder, love, forgiveness, and sacrifice. It very well may be the greatest story ever told. It is a twisted mess of terrible wordplay. Now, love, attend to your needlepoint, my trusty advisor. Anlin comes to advise me. Yes, it is I, your trusty advisor, here to advise you on all that needs advising. Ha-ha. <laughs> yes, yes. Clever, no? Tell me, advisor, what is your advice? Get a new advisor. <laughs> Awful acting. Come, Anlin. Let us drink and talk of all the good deeds we will do for Hroth, the greatest city in the world. And thinly veiled misogyny. For I am a woman cursed by a frail body and inferior mind. It becomes increasingly difficult I to watch. Have? What? What say you, Horatio? Oh, but of course. Women may be dim and weak. Mm -hmm. The brothers seem incredibly entertained by all of it. But you notice the women are extremely uncomfortable. It is by my decree and the dark bounty of my sex that tonight I declare the death of Lord Stard. So we just stares blankly at that. And that's my cue to leave. Rotan, you are coming down the stairs. And you open the door onto the landing. And you see, standing in front of double doors, is Silway. A little farther down the landing, on the other side, you can look across and you can see Darius from the Thieves' Guild. 
and Silway, you see Rotan come down. There you are. Where have you been? I, um, I, uh, I was exploring. Wait, are you, are you drunk? I, uh, that is a difficult question to answer. I, uh, I did imbibe alcohols, but I, uh, I would say that I am still sharp as a, um, a, um, a, a weapon. Hammer. That's a weapon. Yes. Oh my god. We are on a mission? This is like the whole reason? And you're drunk? Rotan. Don't worry. Don't worry. I am, I am entirely in control of my own f- f- faculties. Did, did you at least get the information from, uh, Mar- Margaret? Marjorie? What's her name? No, she fell asleep on a bed. Oh, okay. Yes, I was puzzled as well. She didn't say anything useful about rocks or demons or anything? No, uh, she... We went looking for the rock, but we wound up, um... In a, in a entirely rockless room. With a bed in it, apparently. Yes. Okay, so you took a drunk woman to a bedroom where she passed out on a bed, and you yourself are drunk, and now you're here. Um, yes. Yes, that's a, that's a fair, that's a fair representation of what happened. Although we really kind of led each other. Ah, uh, I don't think I even want to know these details. Did you, did you find anything? Was it just a bedroom? Was there not, was there anything... Did you learn anything at all in this time that we've been apart? There's a very nice view of the city. Uh, a whole bunch of um, boring-looking books. There was um, a, a, a map. There was a table. I, th- I think there was a chair. You A, a map of what? I don't know. Uh, just, okay, interesting. Books and maps. All right. Well, that those aren't rocks, I guess. It just had a, a um, it had a a, a bunch of uh, what are they called? Uh, uh, circles. Yes, that's that's circles. magic circles. Oh, oh no! Magic circles. There what? were magic circles on the map. I don't know, but there were uh, circles. Was it a map of a a, a city or a? The world, or what? Is, what was it? Uh, no, there were there were um, it was a big blobby thing. A big blobby thing. Yes, a big blobby sort of thing. Were there words on it? No, no, no. not that I remember. A map with no words. Do you want to see it? I don't know. Maybe I, we only have so much time before this play finishes. We need to find that rock. Okay. Well, um. Let's... Where, where have we not looked? I... There, it's not in the theater, as far as I can tell. Um, and not in the dining room, and not in whatever bedroom you ended up in. And not in the basement. Uh, what? Who, who is... Signal. So he pushes the hair away from her, her, her eye, like, looking around, like... Darius? I'm sorry. Is, like, right up next to her. Signal? Oh, signal! Hello. Oh, magic circles, you say? You're not, you're not Darius. Okay. Somehow, Silway is the second one to catch on for one. Yes. I don't yes. know. Has Rotan caught on? He heard signal. He heard signal. That's a good sign. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't think he he knows who this person is. <laughs> you know how his insight checks have have uh, fared so far. I could. I don't think he cares. <laughs> Honestly, Darius, and somebody makes air quotes here. Did you find anything at all? Um, no. Just that the house staff are kind of jerks, and. That's about it. Also, oh. they have a, they have slimy things in their sewers. That's okay. Well, rocks aren't slimy, so uh, so we we've done all this work. We and okay, we need to we need to explore. We need to find what else is in this in this building before that pl- their gross pale play ends. Well, this I gotta see. You you want to see the gross play? I mean, yes. Well, the, the, in that door, she thumbs towards the big open doors. M- Mist is going to open the door as quietly as he can and peek in. Okay, Mist, you peek in, and the entire theater is empty. Uh, there's oh, nothing on stage? Ex- unexpected? <laughs> no, there's nothing on stage. There's no one in the audience. Close the door. Uh, there's, there's the plays in here. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole show going on inside the theater. Uh, no, there's nothing in there. There's not. What? What are you talking about? There's nothing in there. There's. I was just in there. And there was a whole. That they were on stage. <laughs> then they finished really quick. No, 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 no. And she gets really worried and like looks inside herself to confirm that what he said is true. And yeah, you see the same thing. You see that there is nobody there, and you notice in the wall to the right. Uh, as you walk in the theater, there is an open door. All right, so she she pulls her head back out of the door to see the other two. Like, okay, I, that is weird. Where, where did they go? The, the play had just started. It's, it's not even had time for intermission yet. And it's empty? What is going on? They've probably gone to summon a demon. Oh, this is excellent. Well, that makes as much sense as anything else going on right now. And she pulls the door open again and, and looks inside and... There's a door in there. There's an open door. Maybe they all left that way. I don't know why they would, but that's the best I can come up with. I'm going to pull out that scroll of detect magic and go ahead and read that sucker. I know I have it as a ritual, but I don't want to spend 10 minutes waiting for it to go off when I feel like we kind of... Time time might be of the essence here. You detect a lot of illusion charms on and around the stage. Looking at it further... Um, well, actually, give me an arcana check. That is a six. Do you go into the room? Yeah. Around the stage, you detect magic pretty much everywhere. And you also detect magic coming from the hallway. That we're in? No, the door that Sway noticed were there. Um, there's magic coming from there. What type of magic? That is a good question. Um, Necromancy. No, not necromancy. <laughs> that much I can tell you. I, I want to say transmutation. Um, yeah, transmutation. That's what it is. Rotom leans into uh, Silway and says, Silway, do you know this person and, uh, and what they're up to? She blinks a couple times and then... <clears throat> Wait, are you, are you serious? You don't know who that is? No. No, I do not. Do you? That's Mist. That's Mist. It is, it is the sky's hat. Oh! 
Excellent. All right, let's go in and, and see what he can talk to him. And she goes in the room and, and says, what, are, you, are you seeing anything? What's going on? Well, the stage is enchanted, and there's something coming from that hallway. I think it's transmutation, which would be perfect because that's what we're looking for, right? Transmutation stone? Stone that turns things into gold? I mean, I don't know magic that well, but that seems to make sense. It does transmute things. Okay, well then I'll just I'll just tell you that. <laughs> Specifically, you're you're getting readings off two objects in that hall, but okay. it's it's dark. Well, no, you can see. Well, but you can't. You could walk into the hall and then you through the doors and you would be able to see maybe what they are. But from where you are, you can just kind of get a sense of them through the wall. Sure. Let's go. Let's go uh, take a peek. Yep. Agreed. We'll go that direction. As you approach the door, you notice that the door was actually obscured by a curtain that has been pushed back. And the door itself actually opens inward to the hallway. Once you walk in, you see the hallway, it's not very long, maybe 30 feet or so, and ends in a staircase leading down. On either side of the hallway, about halfway down it, is a suit of armor. Is it suit of armor glowing? Well, not to you. Okay, is the suit of armor glowing? <laughs> yes. So Silway starts cautiously walking down the hallway on, on high alert. Yeah. There's a non-zero chance those suits of armor come to life and we have to wreck them. Are you saying Ms. that out loud? Are you saying that in character? Okay. Are you still walking, Silway? Yeah, she's walking. She's a little confused. So she's walking forward while looking back at Mist. And what are you, what are you talking about? Uh, the suits of armor are enchanted. These suits of armor? And she's, she, she's like walked past them at this point. Once you get to them, the cat called it. They jump to life and they attack. Oh, All right. excellent. D- daggers out. Daggers out. Now remember, you are not wearing armor at the moment. Correct. So I get minus one to my AC. <laughs> Just minus one? It, I, I got basic leather armor, so it's 11 instead of base of 10. I knew I should have learned mage armor. All right, initiative or? Well, they're going to get first attack on you. That's and true. And then after that, true. initiative. I was pretty oblivious. Yeah. Despite the warning. Yep. She was on high alert, but not that high alert. Nobody's as alert as a cat. Okay. Bracing for impact. They both swing at you, and before you can move, they both connect. I will use my reaction to cast shield. To get plus five AC for the until my next turn. Okay, so that means only one would hit. The same thing should happen for in the crypt. She kind of like she has her daggers out, and or she maybe she doesn't have her daggers out, but she she kind of like instinctively crosses her arms in front of her, and that is what creates the shield spell. Un- unbeknownst to her, the suit of armor swings a very old but still fierce-looking axe at you, and. With your reflexes and your shield spell, you're able to get out of the way of most of it, but it still connects down your right side and just skins your arm for three points of damage. All right, now roll for initiative. 16. Seven. Six. Oh, you guys are rolling great. Saving them for the ones that matter. One of the suits of armor is going to swing at Silway again. All right, so she's still got um, 18 AC for this turn. He swings once, and you're able to duck out of the... And then the second time, he swings downward, 
and it looks like it's going to come right into the middle of your forehead and split you in two, but it hits something before it gets there and stops. And you close your eyes, bracing for the impact, and then it stops on your shield. And you open your eyes, and you're like, Huh? Yeah, that's, there's, yeah, she, she flinches and slowly opens one eye to see why she isn't dead. So wait, you are up. Okay, so is there, there's one suit of armor or two? There's two. Okay, so the one that just tried to uh, split her in half, she's going to use Tides of Chaos and then launch into a, an attack straight on that one. And that was a six. Hopefully the next one's better. Ooh, nat 20. Yay. That's better. That is much better. Uh, 9, 10, 24 damage. That's impressive. Silway don't take no shit. If you're going to kill her, kill her on the first try. Okay, so you, um, and this is just with your dagger, or it's with, you said, with Tides of Chaos, right? Um, it's Tides of Chaos is just like a bonus action that I can use to to gain advantage on an attack. Okay, all right, so it is with a dagger. Yeah, so it's with one dagger, she just sort of, I think she's crouched down, like, bracing for that impact, and when it doesn't hit, she just sort of, like, lunges forward and upward and, like, jabs the dagger right into the, like, breastplate of the armor. It's still up, but it's... You hit it good. Oh no, it's not. A, it's not an action. It's just I can. It's a thing I can make happen. So okay. So bonus action will be to disengage, and then she'll retreat back towards the the guy in the armor that is on her side. The hallway's not that wide, so it's okay. you're basically. I mean, the hallway maybe is eight feet wide or ten feet wide, so you're okay. between both of them. Um, oh, okay, you could so try to I'm disengage gonna... back towards Rotan and Mist, or you could try to disengage the other way toward the stairwell. Yeah, if, if heading back towards Rotan and Mist means I encounter the other suit of armor, then I'll go the way that there's not a suit of armor between... I mean, they're, yeah. they're literally on either side of you. Okay, then yeah, I'll, I'll go towards the opposite end of the hallway then. Okay, from them? All right. Yes. yes. Okay. So we're now flanking the armors. Okay, so uh, Rotan. Yes. Finish your attack. Okay. Uh, I think uh, Rotan lets out a very jolly laugh, <laughs> and uh, and and uh, runs past Miss, drawing both of his hammers, uh, and then hits or tries to hit one of the suits of armors with both of them uh, simultaneously. Which one are you going to go for? The damaged one or the other one? Uh, let's do the one that. That is not engaged with Silway. Or that Silway is not attacked. It's uh, 18. That will hit. And a 10. You hit once. Okay, so I hit once. And then... uh, Let's just do the other attack. Uh, That's going to be a 25. That will definitely Okay, hit. so that's pretty good. Uh, so that is... Plus... So that's... 11 on the first hit, and 7 on the next. So, 18. Okay. Rotan raises both hammers over his head and just brings them down and, like, crushes this... Uh, ooh! Hits his microphone. And then, uh... And then crushes, like, the breastplate on this, uh... On this knight... Backfile creature! Or backfile suit of armor. Mist says, Alright, my turn. He dismisses the disguise and as like kind of melts down his body, revealing the hat and then his head and then everything else, 
he extends his he extends both arms, one towards each of the suits of armor, and lets loose with uh, a pair of uh, ghostly green eldritch blasts. Uh, so targeting uh, the suit of armor that Silway hit. That is a botch. Great, off to an excellent start here. Uh, targeting the suit of armor that Rotan just pummeled. That is a natural 20, so one extreme to the other. Your first roll was a one? Yeah. Is Eldritch Blast two attacks, or is it, it one is, attack it is that two, can go it two It is ways. two separate rays. So you roll, you roll an attack roll for each ray. Oh, okay, so I wasn't sure if it was an attack roll for each one, or if it was like a roll attack and then two rays. Or... No, it's two, okay. it's, it's two separate attacks. That's a fifth level thing? That's cool. That's, yeah, that's what it does at fifth level. You fire off your first bolt, and in your eagerness to be a badass, your aim was a little off, and the bolt goes shooting past the suit of armor and straight at Silway. Do I make a dexterity roll, or how do we do this? No, I just rolled for you. Silway, the bolt hits you straight in the chest. Oh, God. Be careful next time. Oof, ouch. So, so you want me to roll the 1d10 or... <laughs> Not only did you roll a 1, Mike, I rolled a natural 20 to see if that hit. Oh, I didn't think we were doing botch tables, but okay. Missed. Ah, careful. Ugh, and so it like falls to one knee. One other thing. Does Eldritch Blast, uh, it, it has a force component. It just is. It just deals force damage. It doesn't actually have a... Like, it doesn't say it pushes... Nothing in the spell description says it pushes anybody or anything like that. Okay, because things could have gotten even worse for you, Silway. Down the stairs. Down the stairs. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I did not take that invocation. Yeah, there, there is an invocation that does push, but thankfully, Miss did not have that. So, okay. Yeah, but she, Silway is down on one knee. Like, the, the force of it, like, kind of knocked her to one knee, and she's very, look, look it's like glaring at Mist. You guys are very good at hitting one another. Not me. Okay, so how much damage did you do to the other one? Um, 11. You hit me more than the other guy and the critical <laughs> hit on the other guy? Yeah, I rolled another one on one of my damage dice, so. Your bolt connects and dents the armor. Like, the, his breastplate is almost completely caved in, but it's still up. And it's his attack. Yeah, I saw that going better in my head. Rotan, what's your armor class? Uh, without armor, I think it's 12. He swings his axe at you, and he connects. Because it's 10 plus something, right? Yeah, you're whatever your dexterity is. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be 12. So he swings his axe back at you, and he connects right in your upper shoulder. Oh. And the axe embeds an inch into your shoulder and you take six points of damage oh. and it hurts a lot no fair the other suit of armor is going to turn and go after Silway. so her shield is still in effect until the end of this round okay he swings wildly at you and you're able to duck and dodge his blows and now it's your turn and there's one right in front of you okay um what I want to do is disengage from this one and charge towards the one that's uh, engaged with the other two. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, I think the hallway's wide enough that that won't be a problem. So then she will kind of um, 
use her movement to cover the length of the, the distance between her and the other armor that's engaged with Rotan and like kind of leap into the air and do her, her flying back stab that she does. Uh, Patented Silway flying backstab. That's right. It needs a name. Uh, it's plus uh, 22. That'll do it. That'll hit. And it's a sneak attack because it's engaged with Rotan. 14 damage. So you do your patented flying backstab and plunge your dagger square into the middle of the armor suit's back. And then the armor suit just crumples and falls to the ground, clattering in pieces. And you tumble forward onto the ground yourself. And give me a dexterity check to see if you land. Like, let me let me see what your uh, your dismount is. Okay. It's terrible. Nine. You land and tumble forward a few steps, but you don't like face plant. So okay. all in all, still a relatively badass move, I would say. Yes. It, it, if she's able to with her remaining movement, she's gonna stand up and like yank the dagger out of the the metal and give the two guys a. A look like, ugh, that was fun. The loud, yeah. So, okay, Rotan. I'm going to attack the one that is still standing. That is 18. <laughs> Crit fail. And 21. Yeah, so Rotan's still getting the hang of this two-weapon fighting thing, apparently, because his offhand keeps missing. Uh... <laughs> But he's very effective with his other arm. I think both of those hit, I assume. Two of the three hit. I'm trying to yeah. figure out what to do with that crit fail, though. Okay. Down the stairs he goes. No, no, I don't. <laughs> you swing wildly with one of the hammers. Yeah. And it, it you, you miss and you hit the wall. And the vibration of the hammer just causes you to drop it. Uh, I, but then you I, come you come back with the other one and clobber it twice. I, I have an alternate that I'd like to propose. Go ahead. I think he just, like, he hits with his primary hand. He he tries to hit with his other hand, but, like, swings too wildly and misses. And it slips out of his grasp and goes sailing down the hallway. Or, like, down the stairway. Down the stairs? Goes, yeah. like, clattering yeah. down the stairs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that one. Better. Okay, cool. <laughs> Um, and so that is 17 total. So you swing and you connect it baseball style and you knock the helmet straight off into the wall and it clatters to the ground much like the other one and moves no more. Ha ha! Take that! I'll be honest, those gave you more trouble than I thought. Though I think uh, uh, Mist did most of the damage. The only trouble I got was my teammate. I did not do most of the damage. I did most of the damage to Silway, <laughs> but I did not do most of the damage in the round, just so we're clear. That's true, but I took three damage from the armor and 15 from you. <laughs> well, I warned you the thing was there. So while they're bickering, uh, <laughs> Rotan's going to be sorting through uh, the suits of armor, and I'm wondering, A... Are they in my size? And B, could I cobble together a plate suit from the bits that are here? We smashed one of the breastplates. I don't know what happened to the other. It would take some work. If you took it to a blacksmith, you okay. probably could get it put together. You can take like the helmet from one suit and the breastplate from the other suit because you basically destroyed one helmet and one breastplate. And the second breastplate is dented, but... 
still functional. Still functional, yeah, because the other one pretty much you um, you caved in the front and Silway cut a hole in the back, so that one's kind of useless. But you could probably you could probably do it. It's definitely Rotom size. Yeah, but not not right now is is the main. Not right now, okay. no. You, cool. But if you cool. want to take it and stuff it in the bag of holding, you could probably do that later. Are you all right, Silway? What what what? Huh? Are you all right? Uh, do you... I, I would be. Except for that magical bolt to my chest. Do you need some healing? Uh, yes, please. Okay. That would be wonderful. Uh, I, what is it? Lay on hands and uh, give her 15. Miss drops down the bag of holding next to them. Fancy dress is over. Uh, fine. We, we, we're in a hurry, though. How long does it doesn't... I can put armor on pretty quickly. Could, could, you, could you turn around while I change? I cast darkness over her. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll scout down the stairs, and you two can catch up. Well, I, we're giving up any any pretense of infiltration. I see. I mean, the suits of armor attacked us. I'm pretty sure that pretense is long gone. Uh, I suppose you're right. Not that I'm sad about getting rid of this stupid dress, anyways. The pretense was gone when we learned that they were summoning demons. Uh, these aren't demons. These are enchanted armors. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, I do. Uh, but it does make me start to seriously question what's going on here. Okay, so Silway is taking off her shoes and is glad to be out of the stupid heels and then, like, drops them into the bag. And then assuming that they have both turned their backs or Mist has gone down the stairs or whatever, she'll start uh, changing clothes out of the dress. Okay, and I assume Rotom puts on his armor as well? I don't know that he does. <laughs> it, just, it just seems like a lot of strategizing for Rotom at this moment. He's too drunk. Fair enough. No, I think he just like stands there in the hallway like doing hammer swings with his remaining hammer. Then Mist will roll his eyes, grab the bag, and resume heading down the stairs. And just for just for a visual here, Silway is back in her like dirty leather armor, but her hair is still like blonde and immaculately styled and there's probably makeup on her face or whatever Armand did to her. Like she looks fabulous, but she's wearing dirty leather armor. Yeah, she's like high glam piece. Is she going to yeah. try to tie back her hair at all or is she going to No, she doesn't know what a hair tie is. So it's just going to like hang loosely in front of her eye. Miss, I'll give you a little preview since you scouted down. The stairway descends one story and then turns and goes down another story. So doing basic math, you think maybe you've gone down back underground. So back into the basement, if not lower than you were before. And once the stairs finally level out, there's a long corridor in front of you. Can I see anything down the corridor? No, it's long enough that it disappears into darkness. I think I want to retcon this slightly and say that uh, Zoe is um, taking her shoes off and putting on her boots out of the bag of holding, but I think she's struggling to get out of this dress that Armand put her in. Like, she's she's reaching behind her back and, like, trying to find a, you know, a clasp or a, not a zipper. They don't have those in fantasy worlds. It yeah. makes sense, because she's laced in there. Yeah, like, it, it's a corset or whatever. So she is, like, really frustrated about this. It's like, ah. Oh, Armand, uh, we need to teach you about practical, uh, and so she's 
so she gives up because she's in a hurry to find whatever's down this hallway. And then so now Silway is walking around basically in a, uh, a a gown and leather boots. So we're now we're now into MMO style combat. Exactly. With the makeup and the hair and everything. So Mist, what are you going to do? Are you going to go back up and report on what you've seen or? Yeah, I'll head back up. You head back up and you see that neither one of them have really changed their clothes. Go figure. Oh, what did you find? The stairwell leads back underground, and then there's a corridor, a really, really long one. I'm pretty sure this is what we're looking for. Or at least, it seems like the sort of hidden spot where one might hide a magic stone and or demon summoning circle. Ah, well, no time like, uh, um, no time like the future, as they say. And then he uh, starts marching down the hallway. So I will follow. She's sort of clomping loudly, not loudly, but she's clomping down the hallway in her in her combat boots and, and prom dress. It is a very fabulous dress. It is. She looks fantastic. And you and Rotan look fantastic together since you're wearing matching outfits. Is there some sort of scorch mark on the on the front of it where the Eldritch Blast hit her? Yeah, I would imagine so. Like okay. some sort of like green burn. It just looks like extra, you know, an embellishment on the dress that Armand would have put on. He would be horrified to see what you did to the dress. <laughs> horrified. Oh. Well, we're going to show him. I'm definitely bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. Uh, you're listening to episode 13 of Multiclass Theater. That brings us to a, a baker's dozen here. And then I'm going to start running out of things to say going forward now that we've actually cleared a dozen. I don't know, 20? That's our next benchmark. Anywho, um, we want to thank those of you who have been listening, of course, and, and downloading us. And, and, and a special thanks to everyone who has been so kind to take a few moments to actually go and leave a rating and review. Uh, that's how new people can find us as we get uh, more ratings and reviews and we just want to give a special thanks to those of you who have left reviews people such as Spartan Jurist Firebro17 S Master Flex Ballad of the Seven Dice really appreciate it guys Count on Me to Tell You McCarthy That Aaron Person and Offline Map Searcher thank you all for leaving us reviews it really does mean a lot to us to know that you're listening and that you're enjoying what we have to say shout out to Firebro. i know who that is he's been spreading the word we got even more listeners out in nebraska so hey guys we love hearing you but seriously guys uh thank you all for rating and reviewing uh it's it's really appreciated we have so much fun putting this together and bringing this this baker's dozen of podcast deliciousness to your earbuds so yeah uh it means the world to us that you folks are enjoying it as well thanks a bunch we also have uh, decided to dip our toe into the whole Patreon thing. We now have a Patreon page with a slew of various uh, tiers in which uh, you can have uh, either your name uh, shouted out or we'll even name an NPC after you or even an entire town. So if you really want to be immortalized in this thing that we're doing and uh, brother, you can spare a dime, please uh, head on over to Patreon and, and, and check us out. We, of course, would, would certainly appreciate that, too, but we're just happy that you're listening, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. If you want to hear that promo we mentioned, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Instagram? Is it on Instagram? Yeah. We're not going to play it here because you're already listening to us. You don't need a promo, but follow us. You can hear it. Oh, yes, and as we uh, 
approach the end of our first big story arc, we will do a little Q&A episode uh, in between. So if you've got any questions about uh, us or our characters or how we do the show or anything like that, uh, please send those to us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Discord. If you happen to be in our Discord group, get those questions to us and we will tackle as many of them uh, as we can. Why are rocks so boring? Get out. Well, <laughs> let me explain to you <laughs> why rocks are so boring, Ames. I'm so glad you're interested in rocks all of a sudden. And now back to the show. You go down the stairwells, uh, stairwells, the, the stairway back to where Mist found the landing and you arrive at the corridor this seems like a very smooth passage that it was carved out some time ago and there's actually the stone walls are smooth and finished and there is torchlight flickering in the distance so i can keep detect magic up for for 10 minutes that whole fight was you know not very long i guess do I have any? Do I have any time left on that? Yeah, you still have some time. I will say you maybe okay. you have five minutes left on it. Anything uh, jumping out? Not yet. I mean, this uh, hallway is like a hundred, at least a hundred feet long, probably longer. So you, you can move down the hallway and maybe you'll get a hit, but not where you're yeah. standing. I'm gonna stay on guard, but but head down the hallway. I don't know, make kind of investigating or percepting whatever. Uh, actively watching my footsteps as I go. Well, so are you in front, or am I in front? Uh, how do you want to do that? That is an excellent question. I mean, Rotan's just going to walk forward, but if you if you want to be in front, you're going to have to assert it. Did we inform... Did Rotan... We mentioned that this was a good hallway for possible demon summoning. I imagine Rotan is just marching forward with all speed. Yes. Alright, so Miss is going to try to stay close, but... I mean, he's not going to stop you if you want to be in front, but, like... He is also not going to stop. <laughs> yeah. For anything. How, is his hammer somewhere along here? Oh, uh, yeah, you found, I'm sorry, you found okay. the hammer at the okay. first landing. It didn't Good. go all the way down Good. the stairs. I have both my hammers. I am happy. Uh, yeah, I proceed to uh, the nearest door looking thing or turn. Or if I hear voices, perhaps. You are marching down the hallway, and you get closer and closer to the light, and you see that the hallway opens up into a very roomy chamber, very large chamber ahead. As you get about 30 feet away, mist, your spidey sense detect magic thing starts going crazy, and the entire room seems like it's magic up ahead. Can I hear noises from up ahead? No, not yet. Or yeah. not, not at all, or no. Cool. Well, Rotan's going to, to move up towards the door. All right, well, uh, there's no door. The hallway ends and opens up into a very large chamber. Okay. But you haven't quite gotten there yet, but in another turn, you will get there. Mist grabs, on the, grabs onto the back of Rotan's. Go, shh, go, go. What? That room is incredibly magical. Great. Uh, Rotan keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> then that is where we need to be. 
but but I like I'm not going to walk into the room. Roton is learning something, so so I think he's going to like go as far as he needs to go to like be able to see into the room and then and then work from there. You go to the threshold of the big room. And the, the room in front of you is enormous. It's probably 100 feet wide, or I should say 100 feet in diameter because it's entirely circular. It appears to be completely empty. All right. Rotan? Yes. Shh. Yes, yes, we should, we should whisper. Maybe I should, maybe I should go scout this room out before we, we barge in. Why you? Because I'm the stealthy one. Uh, exploring, exploring and spying is what I do. I scout for things. Let me see if it's safe. Look for traps, all that kind of things. Well, if you, if you insist. I, I insist. Very well. Okay, then, then Silway will creep forward stealthily and very, very observant for traps or other um, oddities in this room. You walk into the room and you get about, I would say, 10 feet into the room, maybe more, maybe let's say 20 feet into the room, and all of a sudden the entire room starts to spin. Oh, it spins, huh? And it's slowly picking up speed. Uh, is it spinning? Does that include the threshold where my party members are? Well, that's, no, that's not spinning. It's like, it. There, there's still holes in the, the room, but it's spinning and it, they get covered up and then it passes an opening, you know, the opening passes again, and... Okay, so the floor is spinning. The floor is spinning, well, no, the whole thing is okay. spinning. And the, the door, and the doorways are spinning, or are the entrances? Oh, what's the best way to describe it? Sort of like, okay, have you ever been to a, a fair and been on the rotor? Uh-huh. That's exactly what's okay, happening. Okay. okay, so if it spins fast enough, she'll be stuck to the walls? Exactly. All right, so she will uh, do her best to stay on her feet and keep her wits about her and just look around and, and look for anything that might be explaining what's going on. Rotan and Mist, you see Silway go into the room, and then all of a sudden the entire room rotates. A wall seals the passage. And then a little time passes, and you see the opening passes again, and you see once again Silway in the room. And then it is obscured again. Okay, Silway, give me a... First, give me a dexterity check. 20. You're still managing to keep your feet. It's gone around, say, twice now, and it's starting to pick up speed. Is there anything in the room that might be like a, a lever or a, something that might that she might see that could control this thing? Not that you can see from where you are. You can try to move. She's going to move back towards the outer wall, hoping it might slow down if she does, if she, like crosses back over that whatever point it was that made it start spinning. Back towards where the entrance was? Since it's spinning, it should be like the outer wall generally. But from where you came, right? Yeah, yeah. She'll, she'll just start backing up. Okay, so give me another dexterity check. 17. Okay. All right, so you make it to the wall, and it's picking up even more speed. Give me a constitution check. Oof. 17. You are against the wall, so Rotan okay. and Mist. What are you going to do? I'm going to take out that jug of alchemy. Okay. Pour a bunch of water on the floor. And then using shape water, I want to guide that water into the seam between the hallway and the room and try to freeze it. To, like, try to slow it down or, like, or like wedge the... Like, I guess I'm envisioning 
the next time we can see into the room, being able to slide an ice block in and try and jam the door, like jam that opening. But can you freeze the water? I can freeze water with shape water. Yep, just confirmed. You can you can freeze with shape water. Interesting. Okay, interesting play. Um. Oh. We always keep Diane on her toes. Yes, yeah, you seriously do. Um. Okay, I I thought of several different ways of you getting out of here, but this was not one of them. Okay, so the question is, would the ice be strong enough to stop the room? Five cubic feet of ice is... Pretty strong. It's a lot of ice. The room has picked up some momentum at this point. Well, we're going to let the dice decide. Do a strength check for the room. I think that's probably what we're going to do. So we'll go strength on strength. Mist, you roll, I roll. But I but I cast spells with my charisma. Yeah, I know, but we're gonna go straight up. Okay. Give that room an icy stare. So 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 not my own strength bonus because like I'm not using my own strength on this, right? Exactly. Alright. Uh alright, I rolled a twelve. I rolled a five. Hey. The room comes to a screeching halt. Silway, so give me a dexterity check. <laughs> uh. 19. Phew. She's doing fine over there. This is this is fun. Just keep it going. So you going. managed to keep your footing. Give me another constitution check. Uh, 12. Uh, you're still okay. You're feeling maybe a little bit nauseous. Just a little bit, yeah. but... She's standing there wobbly and like holding her head like, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. Ugh. So here's the question. How long does shape water last? That is also a good question. Um, One hour. Alright. It unfreezes after one hour. Sweet. You have solved the rotor riddle. <laughs> okay, what was the real solution? <laughs> there there were several that you could have done, but I don't want to know them. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah. that like when we do our behind the scenes podcast. So this was the intended solution to the problem. Alright. No, this was a solution to the problem. <laughs> this is my intended solution to the problem. Yes. Well done. Well done, Warlock. Quick, quick uh, rules question, Diana. Um, so I use two spells at the Thieves Guild. I don't have those back, do I? Because it's the same day, technically. That is correct. Cool. All right. Excellent. That's what I wanted you to say. We had a short rest, I think, at Armand's, but not a long rest. Yeah, short rests don't count anything for me. All right. You guys are standing in the hallway still, and Silway is in the room bracing herself, trying to get her bearings back a little bit. Yeah, she's, she's sort of doubled over, like she's trying not to throw up, and still dizzy. Thank you. Thank you for stopping that. Ugh. Yeah, no problem. Is there, uh, is there an exit to this room? Like, the opposite where we came in or something like that? There is. Mist is gonna clamber over that ice block and uh, head for that Exit. So nobody's commented on Silway's accent remaining after uh, not needing to be in disguise anymore. I, I noticed it. Okay. I mean, like, in character, I was hoping somebody would comment. <laughs> Orton's too drunk, I assume, to notice. <laughs> would, he, would he notice if you were sober? That's a, that's a better question, I think. That's a good question. Insight check. I continue to believe that Rotan is not as stupid as he seems. He's just lazy. Mentally, doesn't he have a minus two intelligence modifier? <laughs> yeah, but so so the way I'm thinking of 
the way I've been thinking about it is that he he is just slow. Like, and part of the reason he's slow is because he just like doesn't bother most of the time. So he never like learned to think about things quickly. Because <laughs> why would you? Okay. If you're uh, an aristocrat. I suppose. Some aristocrats like to think, but not Rotan. Mm-hmm. So you are standing in the room. There is a corridor opposite the one you entered, leading on into darkness. Well, I can see in darkness, so... Well, but you can't see the end of the corridor. Well, I guess this is true. Forward ho! Rotan heads into the corridor. As you enter the corridor, you notice on the wall... To your right is a lever. Ah. So what do you think? Should we pull the lever? Is Sylvia with us? Uh, yeah, she's following. Okay, then, yes. As long as nobody else is in the room. We're just going to pull the lever and see what happens? I don't know how else to find out what it does. Well, maybe let's start with looking at it, and Sylvia will kind of investigate the lever and see if it's if she can figure out. Maybe there's a sign. I look around for a sign. She's very good at investigating traps, so if this is the lever of instant death, maybe she'll notice. It doesn't seem to be trapped, though you're not you're not really sure exactly what it does. My, my, my thief sense is not tingling? No. I mean, especially since you're not super experienced with traps. Well, I'm not disarming them, but I can perceive them. Well, yes, but... Well, if, if you're going to press the... or pull the lever, can I... Let me take a few, a few steps backwards, and she'll, she'll back away from the lever. Backwards... <laughs> Which way? Further down the hall or towards uh, the room you just came out of? It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> she would just go back the way they came, but not into the spinning room. Okay. All right, who's going to pull the lever? I will. Uh, Rotan gives it a good, firm pull. Rotan gives it a good, firm pull, and nothing happens. At least nothing you can perceive happens. He takes his hand off of it for a moment and then he that's odd and then he pushes it up (laughs) again and then pulls it down and pushes it up and pulls it down really quickly like in succession well that's that's very strange Rotan keep doing that for a few more seconds and so like moves up through the hallway towards wherever it's going to see if she can like hear or perceive anything that's happening as he's doing that on the fourth pole that Rotan gives it. You hear a loud, almost crunching noise or grinding noise, and you start to smell smoke, like that burnt machinery smell coming from the round. (laughs) Does anyone else smell that? Oh yeah, that's weird. That's, that's, uh, yeah. Rotan, I think you made that smell happen. (laughs) I beg your pardon. You heard me. I did no such thing. Though the point of lever, the lever, I think, made, it did something. It's making a it the makes burning smells. smell. Yes, and, and there's a grinding noise. Yeah, you heard, can you hear, you heard that, right? Yes. Well, did I? Let's see. That's a three. <laughs> Minus one. <laughs> nope. No, I didn't hear anything. I do smell that, though. That is, oh, that is pungent. Hmm. Well, I, th- I think this lever might might disable the the spinning room. Let's uh, let's keep it down. Let's keep it down. Oh well, if you say so. Uh, he uh, flips it down one last time and says, "Well, 
Uh, shall we continue? We might as well. Forward, ho! Uh, and then... <laughs> then continues on down the hallway. What's the party order? Rotan. Missed. Uh, Sylvie in the rear. Go down this hallway, and once again in the distance, you can see torchlight. And it becomes apparent to you that the passage has been descending ever so slightly. So it's taking you deeper and deeper underground. Uh, and you're guessing deeper and deeper into the side of the mountain or the, the cliffside that Griffin's Perch is built on. As you near the end of the hall, the hallway once again opens up into a very large room. And you hear voices coming from the room as if people were chanting. Do you two hear that? Yes. Let's wait, wait here for a minute. Maybe I should go... Maybe I should go spy up again. Do you hear that? Chanting. That's a good sign. <laughs> it's. I think it's a bad sign. Yes, that's what I meant. It's a good sign of bad things happening. Maybe you should wait here while I go investigate again. And hopefully the room won't spin this time. Well, you kill all the demons without me. I assure you I will not kill demons. I will just look and see what's going on. Very well, but you had better promise me that you won't kill any demons without me. I promise no demon killing without you, Rotan. Very well. Okay, then Zoe will do just like before and, and creep forward and stealthily and try to like peer into the room without being seen. You peer into the room and there seems to be in the middle of this room a triangular depression or you're almost as if you're in a balcony looking down on the main floor below and the main chamber below is triangular shaped at the far end of it you can see a altar upon which is a pedestal on top of the pedestal is a golden rock standing in front of the pedestal is a six feet, six and a half foot tall figure in a black cloak. And in front of him, down on the floor, are many benches arranged almost like church pews. And the benches are filled with cloaked figures who are all chanting towards the front, towards the hooded figure standing before the golden rock. Okay, so they're chanting the hooded figures. Is he just standing there, or is he, like, gesticulating? Or... He's not gesticulating. He is just standing there. His face is uh, obscured. The hood comes down over his face, and his hands are... He has them clasped, but they're tucked up into the folds of the robe. So she will back away from the, the entrance there and back towards her companions. Okay, good news and bad news. Uh, there's... In, exactly. In, <laughs> uh, in that room is a pedestal with a golden rock on it. That's the good news. The bad news is that the room is filled with people in black cloaks chanting something. I should say, only the one in front of the group is in a black cloak. Everyone else is in a crimson cloak. The same Ooh. color crimson uh, that the guards of the Brotherhood wear and that you saw basically throughout Griffin's perch. Okay, and I can't recognize any faces in the- They're all hooded. Bad news is, the room is filled with people in red cloaks and a, a figure up in front in a black cloak 
and they're all chanting something. Like, there's some sort of ritual going on here. And she looks expectantly at the other two. And? So, uh, there's no... There's no demons, at least not yet. But something uh, is something is happening. Can I have a look-see into the room and see if I can discern what sort of chanting or what sort of ritual they are participating in based on the chanting? Sure. You can step forward and take a look. We can hear them from here, though, right? You can hear it, but it's not clear. Just be, be careful, Mist. But if there's other, you know ritual elements that I might be able to discern by the appearance of it then. What languages do you all speak? I know what Soe speaks. Rotan speaks... <laughs> Elvish, Draconian, and Giant. <laughs> because of course he does. <laughs> there there are stories behind that, too. <laughs> uh, Sylvan and Draconic. Y'all speak dragon? <laughs> wow. Do you reckon we have ten minutes? Uh, hold on, let me do that again. Do you reckon we have ten minutes? Uh... I don't know. What do you want to do? Uh, I flip open my little book that I carry with me everywhere, and I point to a ritual that starts with the words "comprehend languages." Uh, yes, that I, yeah, that's a good idea. I think we have time for that. I do not actually necessarily agree with that, because the question is, do we want to stop them before they summon the demon? or after they summon the demon, because I could go either way. But if we wait 10 minutes, I'm not convinced that, that there won't be some demon summoning uh, that happens in the interim. I'm not sure how long these chats take. That's a fair point. If this is summoning a demon, uh, I would hate... Well, can I do an arcana check or something to see if I know roughly how long a demon summoning might take? It's going to be a hard chat. Oh, I have no doubt. Uh, yeah, never mind. That is a niner. So, yeah. Uh, I would hate... I, I would... Uh, if this is summoning a demon, and I'd rather not face a demon than face a demon. From where Silway ventured into the room, you could all go in there without being seen. You're a level up from them. They are not looking at you. So you could all go in there and maybe discern more, or, you know, it's up to you. All right, let's, let's compromise. Let's sneak in there. I'll start casting my ritual. If something goes squirrely in the interim, just stop me and we'll start blasting stuff. Okay, so, like, if we see a portal open or something, is it obvious when demons are summoned? Like, maybe a circle or... I, based on my arcana check, I have no clue. <laughs> okay, well, I guess, yeah, we'll use our best judgment. That seems like a... What do you think, Rotan? Can we... I think it should be pretty obvious. Okay. Yes. Well, yeah, but let's do that. We'll go, we'll go watch, and you... you... Cast your ritual, and if things go badly before it finishes, we will let you know, okay? All right, sounds good. Okay. And so Silway creeps forward into the opening there to, to keep an eye on things. I follow. All three of you are in the room, and no one seems to be paying attention. They're all focused on what's going on down below. The chanting continues and slowly starts to build, when all of a sudden a figure begins walking down the aisle towards the altar. His head is shaved and he's walking very... It's almost as if he has a spring in his step. Uh, so he's wearing red robes, but doesn't have... He's wearing red uh, robes. His hands are clasped behind his back, and it's almost skipping towards the altar. We can't see his face? You cannot see his face, because his back is to you. He comes out from beneath you. So by the time you see him, he's already past you. Can I do an inside check to see if that skipping walking motion is something I would have seen earlier tonight, maybe? Sure. Uh, 
13 plus uh, 5, 18. Please be Trevor, please be Trevor, please be Trevor. Oh. oh. <laughs> that would be amazing if it's Trevor. <laughs> that would be such a delicious twist. You can tell that this person appears to be older. The person gets to the front and climbs the stairs up to the altar and turns around and faces you. And for the first time, you can see who it is. It is Sinjin Smythe. Oh, weirdly, he's still wearing his stage makeup, but his head has been shaved, and he is beaming with the world's biggest smile. He is just ecstatic. And he looks down at all of the robed figures in front of him and smiles as if his greatest wish is about to come true. And then he kneels down, facing them, folds his hands in his lap, and the dark figure behind him steps forward and lowers his head. And from out of the darkness of his hood, come purple tentacles and wrap themselves around Sinjin Smythe's head. And with a loud popping sound, you hear the back of Sinjin Smythe's skull pop off. This seems normal. Nothing to worry about here. And in another moment, his brain is out of his head. Wow. Uh, Mist, I, I think it, I don't think we have ten minutes. Well, that's that's bad. Will we have to roll up new characters? Find out next time on Multi-Class Theater. Our world, once beautiful, filled with hope and ripe with life, now stares under the emptiness of extinction. Where kingdoms reigned, capital cities now sprawl, ripe with fear and loss. Those upon the edges of the wilds become fewer, as corruption seeps from the shadows down deep. But we will not submit to the night. We will not willingly be consumed by the gloom. Companies will rise. The Grey Wolves will fight. While manifests may tear themselves from our dreams, we will take back the light they have stolen. Join us at MidnightKingdoms.com. Fight with us. Make our print in the chronicles of the Grey Wolves!